Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Howdy, Hi, Tep. Ashley. Um, oh, I gotta ask Ish something. Did we do a watch guy this week? <laughs> Looking for our first segment. Um, so, uh, yes, welcome in. Uh, today is Thursday, December 3rd, 2020. 356 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 1078, 1078, the Jose Trevino episode. On today's show, friends, we're gonna do a variety of different things. One, we got a big show today. Big show. Uh, we are going to do our watch guide. That's what I'm texting Ish about because I can't find it on the site. And I think it might, just might be in, in um, the drafts. In the drafts, which is fine. Anyway, um, yeah. Ish is like, yeah, I lo- yeah, it was loaded last night, which just hasn't been pushed, which is fine. We can access that. We'll have our watch guide tell you how to spend your weekend uh, working on your butt groove. You got to sit, sit on your couch and watch football. And we got a great week of football for you to watch. We'll be revealing... The cover of the 2020 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, the 2020 Texas Football Rising magazine. We'll be revealing that exclusively here on Texas Football Today. Then we've got the picks, my high school football predictions for week... 15. 15, I guess. I don't know. I I am now head numbers girl. I have decided that. Because I keep the numbers straight. You get confused every time. Oh, oh, head numbers girl, as in chief numbers girl. Yeah. I thought you were going to be like, I am going to keep track of all numbers in my head. Oh, no. <laughs> chief, chief numbers No, girl. I will keep track of them in my head and then announce them right. to okay. you all. <laughs> There's that. Uh, that's week uh, week 15, uh, the picks, and then we'll round it all out with America's favorite segment, free money. Do we first four through the door? We sure do. It was Brent Homan, Alan Shepard, Josh Chapa, and congratulations, Jacob McNeil. You finally got one, bud. <laughs> he has been trying and like, trying and seems, trying. That seems like it's a mistake. That seems like maybe you, we, should we can recount? We, can we re- yeah? Can we have a recount? Count, yeah. <laughs> Quick recount. File a lawsuit. <laughs> Stop that. Okay, friends. A lot to get to on today's show. Let's start with your viewing guide, but or groove. as Pickle likes to call it. Her butt groove guide. 
where you are going to work on putting the groove, your butt groove, into the couch. Okay? And not only is there a pandemic going on, but it's also cold outside. So it's, it's cold the outside. perfect time to perfect your butt groove. Cold outside, pandemic, we need to stay safe. Yeah, stay in, look at the Christmas tree. Oh, look at the Christmas tree. Yeah, holiday spirit. All these things. Every excuse to sit on your couch. You know what? <laughs> if there's somebody in your life who's saying, hey, you need to get up off the couch this weekend, your response to me to them needs to be no, because I am a hero. Yeah. I care. So I'm going to sit here on this couch and watch football the entire weekend. Yeah, do it for the greater good. So this is your Buck Groove Guide. This is how to spend your weekend um, uh, watching football across the state of Texas. As, if this is your first Buck Groove Guide, here is the way that it works. We operate under the assumption that you do not have more than three screens at your avail at your disposal. Blue collar okay? watching. You're a blue collar. Okay, it's kind of crazy that like like we're like you only have yeah. Three <laughs> but the idea being, you have your your television, you have your computer, you have your phone. If you have more than three screens, good for you. Please buy us a new system. Yeah. And subscribe. Textable. Soundboard. Twenty twenty one. But. We have, uh, so I'm going to tell you what to watch on each of them. So we're going to start Thursday. That's tonight. Today is, in fact, Thursday. Mm -hmm. All day until it's not. That's fine. Today, tonight, there are three games that are, there are three high school games that are streaming, and there's a college game, okay? We're in a weird spot, though, because I think I can recommend all of them to you, okay? Here's because of the way that it's staggered. Five o'clock tonight, this afternoon, basically, at 5 o'clock, Louisiana Tech plays North Texas. That game is on... Is that on ESPN? I don't know. Wow. Okay. Um, you're really... <laughs> I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> According to ESPN.com, it is um, not... Where is that game? Where's I can the, figure this where's out. Where's North Texas? Mean, uh, let me do... Hold on. Football. LSUfootball.net slash TV schedule. It is on CBS Sports Network, or you can listen Ooh. to... Uh, <laughs> I was I was wondering why it was a five o'clock kick. It's because mm -hmm. it's part of CBS yes. Sports Network doubleheader. Header, yeah, the other games at eight. Air Force and Utah State. So, mm -hmm. CBS Sports Network at five o'clock. Okay, watch that, and then whenever that like, and then at seven o'clock, make the decision. Okay, there are two games that I definitely want you to watch. Two playoff games tonight. One, Eastland and Gunner. That that needs to take over your TV at seven. I'll mm -hmm. be honest. I don't care. I don't care if 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 North Texas and Louisiana Tech is the banger of the year. Eastland and Gunner needs to take over your screen at seven o'clock. Shift that to at least the second screen. You also need to start watching Pilot Point and Jim Ned. That's the Region One final. So we will have our first state. Is that right? No, that's three A Division One. You will have two semifinal tickets punched tonight with Eastland and Gunner and Pilot Point and Jim Ned. Mm -hmm. So. At around 7 o'clock, that needs to be your setup. When the North Texas game either ends or it becomes apparent what's going to happen, mm -hmm. right? If North Texas runs out to a 40-4 to four lead, I don't know how they score four points, but... Um, <laughs> it's 2020. Then, then what I need you to do is I need to switch over to the other game, which is Harker Heights and Belton. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, you're probably thinking, and we're going to talk about this in the pick spoiler alert, you're probably thinking Harker Heights and Belton, <laughs> really? That is a straight-up playoff game. Okay. Yeah. The winner of that game is in the playoffs. The loser is out. So for all the marbles, you have everything at, at stake there. Whenever the North Texas game resolves itself, 
mm-hmm. either by it being triple zeros or it being uh, apparent who's going to win, switch over to Harker Heights Belt. Uh, real fast to uh, our good friend Bert from Texan Live just put um, their entire game schedule mm-hmm. in our comments. So if these... anyone wants to see that, he's got the whole game schedule in there. A lot of these games are, are Texan Live. Yeah, games, they, so. got a, they got a banging Big slate. list. Big slate, including, let's go to Friday, okay? Including, they uh-huh. have the game of the year. Texan Live will be streaming at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Mm-hmm. 1 o'clock. So it's not going to be interfered with by anything. Golf's nope. done. Okay. There's no, there's, I don't think there, there's probably like a, a, a spare basketball game if you want to watch that, if you're lame. Here's what you should do instead you should tune in to the Texan live stream of Shiner Refurio. Yep. Shiner Refurio is 1 o'clock in the Alamodo tomorrow. So I'm, think, we're out of here. So in a weird, in a weird way, thank you. Mm-hmm. To Shiner and Refurio for not bogging down the watch guide because otherwise we have to work around that. Right. Instead, it's like, nope, we can recommend that. Set that aside. One o'clock, you're busy. You're well, watching Shiner Refurio. And the other thing is, too, we can actually watch it because we, we won't be on air yet. <laughs> it's amazing, right? Yeah. Thank, thank you. you for doing that for us, the thank real you, victims Jason, here. Thank you, Jason Herring. Thank you, uh, Daniel Boddicker. Thank you very much for doing that. Okay. <laughs> So then you go to the nightcap, okay? And we're going to take all these games. There's some that start as early as 6. So if you want to fire up a game at 6, Argyle and Paris start at 6. You can fire that up. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going we're gonna to kind of— I think Step will be at that We're going to kind of consume all of these games into one night block. Obviously, you can shift things around that, like, there's a 6 o'clock game that's going to end before a 7.30 game mm-hmm. ends. So switch around. But here's what I want you to do. On the big screen— on the big screen in the nightcap, I want you to watch. Boo, boy! Tough, 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 tough. I want you to watch. You know what? I want you to watch Lindale and Kilgore. Mm-hmm. I want you. Yeah. Is Columbus Hallisville being streamed? See, that's the thing. So here we go. Here, here are the three. Here are the three that I need you to stream. Okay. One of them is Carthage China Spring. Carthage China Spring is Carthage China Spring is either going to go one way or it's going to get bananas. Yes. And because China Spring has been a giant killer, they're underdogs against the number one team, but they were underdogs when we in the first round. They're underdogs in the second round. They were not underdogs last week. But they have been the giant killer. They get a shot at the giant. That's a 7 o'clock, China, mm-hmm. Carthage, China Spring. I also want you to watch Columbus and Hallettsville. That is a district rematch. Mm-hmm. Those are two teams that are just going to beat the snot out of each other. But Jonathan Brooks has been on another level for Hallettsville. Didn't Columbus win the first time? Hallettsville. No, Hallettsville. No, Hallettsville okay. district champion. So Hallettsville uh, has, has the win in the bag over Columbus. Yeah. But Columbus wants to give them a little clap back. That game's going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. The other one I want you to watch is Lindale and Kilgore. And that is going to be an old school beat up game. Mm-hmm. That is that is like Street Fighter. Okay, <laughs> um, It is going to be, as Craig Way is fond of saying, that is going to be a rock fight uh, of teams just absolutely just hammering each other. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So that's what you need to do. Your mileage may vary. There's other games. There are other great games. Frisco, uh, Frisco Lone Star and Denton Ryan is Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, real fast, Argyle Paris is actually Saturday. Okay, well, there you go. That clears it up. Uh, Beaumont West Broken at Tascostitas Friday night. Uh, it's a really nice slate of games. Um, those would be the games that I recommend. Uh, ten, uh, Texas High and White House is a district championship game. San Antonio Reagan, San Antonio Brands. A lot to get to. Your mileage may vary, but those are the three games I recommend. Mm-hmm. Let's get to Saturday. And Saturday is weird as hell. Good Lord. Hope you have 17 screens for Saturday morning at 11. <laughs> it's weird as hell. Okay. 
because there are eight games this weekend, right? Uh, seven. Uh, there are seven college football games this weekend, and five of them kick off at 11 o'clock on, on Saturday. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Five of them. So on your screen, the good thing is I haven't found a stream for an early, for a noon kick for for high school. So I think we're going to be able to to, to break this out. Mm-hmm. Eleven o'clock, you need to watch A and M and Auburn. That game's kicking off at eleven. You need to watch Oklahoma State and TCU, and you need to watch probably Texas and Kansas State. Those are the three. Yes. Those are the three you need to watch. Um, Rice and Marshall. I don't have a great feeling for Rice. Tech in Kansas is only going to get interesting for bad reasons. Yes. So <laughs> hopefully uh, there's no reason there's to no reason tune to into that, that game right. and we can just go, oh, Tech's beating them. So those are, those are the three games to watch. Then clear the decks because at 2.30, Austin LBJ and Corpus Christi Miller Region goes down four. at seven, at 2.30 p.m. on Saturday as a fantastic matchup of Probably the hottest offense in the state against one of the most talented secondaries in the state. Uh, that game's going to be great. That's 2.30. And then the nightcap, for some reason, kicking off in prime time. Yeah. Is Baylor going to Oklahoma? And just yikes. Uh, I'd love to tell you I think Baylor's going to go up there and stun them. But and maybe they will. <laughs> but I don't know. You're pretty much done, I would say. I mean, obviously, if you're a Baylor fan, you can watch the, the Baylor-Oklahoma game. Although I wouldn't recommend it. Um you're pretty much done after the Corpus Christi Miller uh, and Austin LBJ game. Yeah, then go get that Christmas shopping done that we then talked about yesterday. Exactly. Here is your open window. Take yes. advantage of it. So there is your butt groove guide for this weekend. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Please consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash Insider. Or slash subscribe, I should say. All right, Pickle. It is now my distinct pleasure to tell you about the sixth annual, sixth, I am getting old because I've done every one of these, the sixth (laughs) annual Dave Campbell's Texas Football Rising Magazine. This is our recruiting guide. This is our winter magazine. This is the one that comes out uh, around this, um, around uh, this time of year, right before Christmas. And it's going to start hitting shelves. It's coming out the printer right about now. It'll probably hit, start hitting shelves next week. So we have all we, we profile more than 400 prospects around the state, including the top 300 in the class of 2021, all the way down to your first look at the class of 2024, which is freshman this year. We have the top 25 in the class of 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, we, we put it together. We A lot of hard work went into it from Greg Powers, a next-level athlete, and the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew here. Uh, we like to think that it is the Texas football recruiting guide of record. Um, and so we hope that you will pick up a, a, a copy either at your local store or if you go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe, we will mail you one. In the past, we've had some great players on the cover, uh, including uh, Keontae Ingram from Carthage, including uh, last year's cover boy was Haynes King from Longview. Uh, the first cover boy, if you remember, was 2015. We had Jet Duffy from Mansfield Lake Ridge, who went on to Texas Tech, and now I think is at Arkansas State or something like that. In any case, there are a there is a sixth member of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Rising Magazine cover boy 
fraternity that we can add in. And now it is my distinct pleasure to unveil the cover of the 2020 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Rising magazine starring Denton Ryan athlete Jatavian Sanders. The headline's the next big thing. There he is, Jatavian Sanders, the cover boy of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Rising 2020 recruiting guide. Uh, of course, he is one of the very best prospects in the class of 2021, a superstar athlete. That photo was shot by our good friend, uh, John Hamilton. Uh, did an outstanding job going out there and shooting uh, Jatavian Sanders, our cover boy for the 2020 Dave Campbell's Texas Football Rising Recruiting Guide. You can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. It should start hitting newsstands next week. And of course, a subscription to Dave Campbell's Texas Football makes a great holiday gift. So become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. And congratulations to Jatavian Sanders, the cover boy of the 2020 recruiting edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Recruiting, like that. Recruiting that guy. Yeah. We'll eventually have to. Shane, buddy, it was a good run. We sat next to each other for... About six months now, <laughs> minus quarantine. But uh, you're about to be replaced, buddy. I'm sorry. You always live on forever in our hearts. Yeah, he'll still be in it's the office. It's a good cover. It's a good cover. Um, real like. fast, a quick question coming in. Mm-hmm. I know that you kind of mentioned it, but do you know around what time subscribers can prepare yes. to get that magazine those, in the mail? Those should start. I believe those are going in the mail now. Um, so mid next week, I think. Uh, let me confirm that, but yes, they should be subscribers should be, if you're a subscriber to Dave Campbell's Texas football, it should start getting mailed, uh, very soon. Uh, again, you should get it before it hits newsstands. So I got to get my timeline right. Uh, but you will get it before it hits newsstands. So you don't need to worry about that. Um, so become a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider, texasfootball.com slash subscribe. It should start arriving in your mailboxes. Again, I need to confirm the timeline of this, but I'm pretty sure middle of next week. Uh, and then probably late next week or early the week after is when it'll start hitting newsstands. It will be there before Christmas because that's kind of the whole purpose of us putting out this magazine is for something to sell at Christmas. Yeah. There you go. There's the there's the whole <laughs> business model just thrown up. <laughs> Pickle, it's the regional. You know what? No, we're going to make them wait. Okay. We're going to do 6A, 5A. First. Yeah, go go last week first. Um, so this is the final week of the 6A and 5A regular season with playoff spots on the line, district titles up for grabs, a whole lot of big games around the state. I picked some of them. Here is the picks for the final week of the regular season in 6A and 5A here on Texas Football Today. It's the final week of the big school regular season with playoff spots on the line. These are the picks. <laughs> Welcome into the Picks, presented by Visit Arlington, your guide to Texas high school football weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and welcome into week 15. But really, what we can just call it is the final week of the regular season for Class 6A and Class 5A. Of course, 
4 a.m. below are already deep into the playoffs, but this is the final week of regular season play for the big schools, and it's a weird one, okay? I'm going to be honest with you. There are a lot of teams that are taking the week off. In fact, more than 30% of the 6A and 5A teams are off this week. So it's not a huge slate of games, but needless to say, very impactful. There are massive games around the state that are going to help shape the playoff brackets. That we're going to find out what those look like coming up this weekend. So a lot to decide, a lot of huge games. We start in Belton. 7 o'clock Thursday at Tiger Field in Belton. The final playoff spot from District 12-6A is on the line as the Colleen Harker Heights Knights take on the Belton Tigers. Where are the keys to this matchup? Key number one, let's get pointsy. I think this has a chance to be a relatively high-scoring game because I think the offenses are the strengths for both of these squads. Uh, for Harker Heights, they've got an outstanding balance to their team. Uh, with quarterback Sean West and running back Rashawn Sanford. On the Belton side, their offense has been a little bit inconsistent, but I do think that they have a playmaker in dual-threat quarterback Ruben Jimenez, who I think has gotten better as the season has gone on. Furthermore, look, both defenses have left something to be desired, which I think gives these offenses an opportunity to cook. So, can either of these defenses step up, or will this game get pointsy? Key number two, close and closer. If you take a look at these teams, it's kind of amazing that they're in this spot playing for their playoff lives, considering how many close games they've played. In fact, combined, Belton and Harker Heights have played nine combined games that have been decided by one score. Yeah, that's serious when you're talking about games that are decided by seven or fewer points. Belton is one in three in one-score games, while Harker Heights is three and two. So they've got a lot of experience playing in close games. Sometimes they just haven't come up on the right side of it. So if this game is close, which I think it will be, who can come up with those key plays? In key number three, under pressure. This is a win and end game. The winner of this game goes on to the playoffs. They will face off against Duncanville next week. The loser, hanging up pads, basketball season. Okay, it's over for them. This is functionally a playoff game for them. It starts this week and there's a lot on the line. Belton missed the playoffs last year for the first time since 2013 and they're anxious to prove that that's an outlier, that that is the exception as opposed to the rule. Harker Heights has had a great year. They have already clinched their first winning season since 2016, but if they miss the playoffs, what's it for, right? Wouldn't that leave a sour taste in their mouth? I mean, that's what's on the line here. As far as playing into the playoffs, coaches will tell you that's important for program development. So there's a lot on the line here, and this is functionally a playoff game. Who handles that playoff pressure better? Who am I picking? I'm going with Harker Heights. The Knights get the nod here on the strength of their offense. I think quarterback Sean West is really special, and I think they've got a bevy of running backs led by that Rashawn Sanford to guide the way. I think they're going to be able to outscore Belton in this game, whose offense has been a little bit hit and miss. Their defense, though, has a chance to step up and play their best game of the year, and they'll need to. If Belton's defense can show up in a big way, I think they can grab that final playoff spot. But for now, I think Colleen Harker Heights is dancing. Give me the Knights. 7 o'clock Friday night at C.H. Collins Athletic Complex in Denton. It's a top 10 matchup in 5A Division One as Denton Ryan takes on Frisco Lone Star. It's a game that we've been looking forward to ever since realignment came out. And look, there's some history between these two teams. Denton Ryan 
absolutely dominated Frisco Lone Star in the state semifinals last year, ending Lone Star's undefeated run. And you know that Lone Star would like a little bit of revenge. I do think that Lone Star has bounced back really nicely from a rocky start. I think that they've been able to get running back Jaden Nixon going alongside quarterback Garrett Rangel. And most importantly, their defense has stepped up in a big way. They gave up 34 points per game in their first two games. Since then, giving up 14 points per game. The defense has stepped up. How do they handle this Denton Ryan team that has so many different versatile weapons? Jatavian Sanders, Billy Bowman. But the real secret for Ryan, and nobody's talking about, Kiori Hicks, their running back. He has been exceptional. I think he's stepping up in a big way. I think that Lone Star's got a shot, especially if that defense steps up in a big way. But I think the number one Raiders bring home a victory. 7 o'clock Thursday night at Dick Bivens Stadium in Amarillo. The District 2 5A Division I title is on the line as Lubbock Coronado visits Amarillo Tascosa. And for all we talk about the offenses, right? Lubbock Coronado with their quarterback Sawyer Robertson, uh, the flexbone offense for Tascosa led by Major Everhart. These might be the two best defenses in Region 1. Their defenses have been outstanding and by the way, their strengths tend to match up well against their opponent in this one. When you look at Tascosa, the strength of their defense, I think, is in the secondary, led by DJ Tatum. And then when you take a look at Coronado, I think the strength is in the linebacker core, led by Isaiah Kelly. I think this game actually has a chance to be pretty low scoring. So who can come up with those big plays? I think that it's going to be very difficult to drive on their opponents. I think they're going to need to be able to hit some home runs in this game. That's where I think Lubbock Coronado may have the advantage. I think they're able to hit a couple of home runs and win a low-scoring slugfest. Give me the Mustangs. And 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Richard Flores Stadium in Edinburgh. The District 31-6A title is up for grabs as Edinburgh Vela welcomes in mission. And this is for the district title. This is a spotlight game in what is a really nice week of games in the Rio Grande Valley. And there is a circumstance in which this is for 6A Division II seeding out of District 31. You know, I think these two teams are kind of mirror images of one another. Uh, great quarterback play with A.J. Sotelo uh, for Vela and Jeremy Duran for Mission. They have a solid running game and a lights-out defense. They are really built very similarly. What's interesting about this game is, with all due respect to the rest of District 31, I think this is really the first real test for both of these teams here in week 11, week 15, whatever you want to call it. So it's really hard to know what to expect. So in an instance like this, where these two teams are so similar and we don't have a ton of great data, I go with the veteran squad. That is Vela. I think the Sabercats have the senior advantage. I think that guides them to a district title. But those are far from the only big games in the final week of the Texas high school football regular season. Let's get to the lightning round. I like Dripping Springs over Seguin. Give me Corpus Christi Flower Bluff to take down Victoria West. And I'm going with Pflugerville Hendrickson over Pflugerville. Texas High finishes the regular season undefeated with a win over White House. I'm going with El Paso Parkland to get by Canatillo. And College Station beats Magnolia West. I like Umbla Tascacita over Beaumont Westbrook. Give me Montgomery to take down Montgomery Lake Creek in a close one. And I like Alito over Burleson. Crosby takes down Nederland. Give me Westlaco East over McAllen Memorial. And Mansfield Timberview takes down Everman. I like Harlingen over Brownsville Hannah. Give me Lubbock Monterey over Amarillo Palo Duro. And I'm going with Red Oak, just barely over Burleson Centennial. San Antonio Reagan over San Antonio Brandeis. Lubbock Cooper stays hot with a win over Wichita Falls. And I like Klein Kane over Katie Taylor. 
I like Katie Tompkins over Cy Woods. Lufkin beats Waller and turns that district into an absolute mess. And a huge game in San Antonio. I like Converse Judson over Smithson Valley. Eagle Pass beats Del Rio, and San Antonio Roosevelt beats San Antonio Churchill. And those are the picks. What am I wrong about? Which games did I leave out? Leave comments down below. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbell's, And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the final week of the Texas high school football regular season. Be safe. Wear a mask. We'll see you. There it is, the picks for 6A and 5A already horribly out of date. Because <laughs> Miguel Memorial West Coast East got officially canceled today. And, uh, we'll, anyway, so. <laughs> I'm going to cut that. We're going to make that into a gift. Please don't. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Receipts. So, there you go. There's the picks for 6A and 5A. And now, I guess there's other football this weekend, Pickle. What you have all been waiting for. It's the regional finals of the 2020 Texas High School Football Playoffs for 4A and below. I pick every single game. No scroll this week. So no, yeah. It, it, uh, it exported a, a lot quicker. RIP scroll. <laughs> um, anyway, here's the picks for... The regional finals, the Texas High School playoffs, and state semifinals, six-man football. Woohoo! Here on Texas football today. Did you catch your breath yet? It's time for more small school Texas high school football playoff action. These are the picks. Welcome into the picks, presented by Visit Arlington, your guide to Texas high school football weekend. My name is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to the regional finals of 4A, 3A, and 2A. And believe it or not, the state semifinals of six-man football. That's right. We are punching our first four tickets to AT&T Stadium this weekend. Yes. Guys, we're only two weeks away from the state championship games. You realize that? For 4A and below? Yeah. It's getting serious. It's crunch time. And we are coming off of a... Truly crazy town banana pants week of the playoffs. The regional semifinals were absolutely nuts, and we are down to the Elite Eight in 4A, 3A, 2A, and those final four in 1A. We start in San Antonio. One o'clock Friday afternoon at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, the Region 4 title in 2A Division 1 is on the line as the unbeaten Shiner Comanches take on the unbeaten Refurio Bobcats. What are the keys to this matchup? Key number one, taking a punch. Because that's what these two teams are going to do for at least the first time in a long time. And in one instance, maybe the first time all season. These have been two of the most dominant teams in 2A Division I and really in the entire state all season long. If you don't believe me, just look at the numbers. Shiner ranks third in 2A Division I in average margin of victory. They're beating their opponents by an average of 41 points. Refurio, they're fifth. 36 points per game is their average margin of victory. They have been absolutely clobbering teams. In fact, Shiner has only played one game within one score when they beat 3A East Bernard on the road by a touchdown. Meanwhile, Refurio hasn't played a game within 21 points. They beat Edna by 21 points earlier in the season, and that's basically it. Everyone else has been a victim of a blowout. So these two teams are going to land a punch on one another. What happens then? Key number two, Refurio's defensive line against Shiner's offensive line. This is very much a take-your-eye-off-the-ball type of game because this game is going to be won and lost in the trenches. And I'm especially interested 
in what happens when Shiner has the ball. They run the ball exceptionally well with their stable of running backs led by Dalton Brooks and Doug Brooks. They are exceptional, but it's because of their offensive line with A.J. Paddock and Brock Seastack leading the way. Well, they're going to get a huge challenge this week against one of the most menacing defensive fronts in all of Texas high school football. The Refurio Bobcats are serious business, led by Hayden LaFrance and an outstanding deep group of playmakers that they line up up front. This is the game. Shiner's offensive line, Refurio's defensive line, head-to-head. What happens when these two colossuses go at it? And key number three, 372 days. That is how long will elapse between the last time these two teams played in a regional semifinal last year in 2A Division I. Perhaps you remember it. I know one team that hasn't forgotten it, and that's Shiner. Because Shiner had the game won. It was over. All I had to do was run out the clock. But instead, one of the wildest final minutes in Texas high school football history, at least in this decade, happened. And Refurio ended up pulling out an unbelievable come-from-behind last-second win. In route, by the way, to a state championship. It was absolute elation for Refurio and a gut-wrench city for Shiner. And they've spent 372 days thinking about it. That's all leading up to this. This is the game. Shiner has got to feel like if they can get past Refurio, then they have an outstanding shot at winning a state championship. And for Refurio, they're thinking, we've already beaten this team. We're just going to go out there and do it again and prove that last year was not a fluke. A lot has changed in 372 days. Just how much? Who am I picking? I'm going with Shiner. I'm giving the nod to the Comanches. I think that this is their time. The running game has been exceptional behind Doug Brooks and Dalton Brooks. They're getting just enough from that passing attack, which has been really underrated, and I think that their defense is playing its best football right now. I also think they have run through a tougher schedule, and that has maybe hardened them a little bit more for this moment. The key for me for Refurio is Jordan Kelly. Their outstanding wide receiver, their do-it-all athlete. He is going to be a game-changer out there for Refurio. How does Shiner attack him? Quarterback Caleb Heseltine has been fantastic. And of course, there's that outrageous Refurio defense. Look, this is a coin flip. These are probably the two best teams in 2A Division One. Post probably has something to say about that on the other side of the bracket, but certainly two of the top three. I think you're well within your rights to take Refurio. But I think that Shiner gets a little bit of redemption. I think the Comanches bring home the win. Let's go to 4A, 7.30 p.m. Friday night at Midlothian ISD Stadium. The 4A Division II Region Three title is on the line as the Carthage Bulldogs take on the China Spring Cougars. China Spring spent the last month making everybody who picked against them look extremely silly. Like this guy. Uh, and everyone in their way, all of these giants, they've just been slaying them left and right. In by district, it was number five Jasper. Done. In area, it was number two West Orange Stark. Done. In last week, in the regional semifinals, it was number nine, Sealy. Done. China Spring is not afraid of anybody. Well, here comes the ultimate giant, the number one team in 4A Division II, undisputed, the defending 4A Division I state champions, the Carthage Bulldogs. I love this matchup of duos here, quarterback and running back. It's Kai Horton and Mason Courtney for Carthage, who have been absolutely electric all season long, going up against this China Spring offense that might be the hottest in the state. Major Bowden, their quarterback, has been fantastic. Emmanuel Abdallah, their running back, is on another level right now. This game comes down to defense, plain and simple. 
Who can get stops, especially early, and make the other team chase? That's the big question for me. China Springs going to love this because I'm going to pick against them, but the Carthage is the number one team in 4A Division II for a reason. I think this game is really close, and I think Carthage gets a big scare, but I do think the Bulldogs move on to the state semifinals. 7 o'clock Thursday night at Globe Life Park in Arlington. The 3A Division II Region II title is up for grabs as the Gunner Tigers take on the Eastland Mavericks. And... This is a great clash in styles offensively. Eastland, of course, has the wide open spread with their outstanding signal caller and Baron Morton, who came through in the clutch last week against Holiday. Going up against Gunner and that pistol option offense that is so hard to stop. I've been very impressed with the growth from quarterback Hutt Graham, kind of growing up in his operation of this very difficult offense. Uh, I, I think he's also grown as a passer as well, and that gives them an extra edge. This game, to me, is about whether or not Eastland can do again what they did last week, which was stop the run. They were exceptional stopping the run against Holiday. They'll need to be even better this week to take down the defending 3A Division II state champs. I do think that Gunner's scheme gives them a slight edge in this one, but I think Baron Morton can take it over Look, this game's really close. I'm really excited about this one. I do give Gunner the edge. And it's a 1A Division I state semifinal, 6 o'clock Saturday in Dublin, as the May Tigers take on the Blum Bobcats. Blum is doing that thing again. You know, how last year they ran all the way to a state championship, kind of out of nowhere. Well, this wasn't supposed to be their year. They're supposed to kind of step back. Well, here they are. 40 minutes away from another title game. Kobe Klingscales has been fantastic. Noah Samaniego has been excellent as well. And of course, that defense has been great. That's the calling card. Well, May is the same way. Their defense has been exceptional this year. They've got a fantastic running back in Caden Hulk that I think has really stepped up in a big way. Uh, look, I think this actually has a chance to be a relatively low-scoring game. I think both these defenses have been exceptional all year long. But look, I'm not falling for it, Blum. I'm not falling for it. I know you're going to do it again. That's it. I'm, I'm done. I'm done picking against Blum. I'm done picking against Blum. That's it. I'm on record. I'm not picking against Blum. The Bobcats go back to defend their title. But those are far from the only big games in the regional semifinals of the Texas high school football playoffs. Let's get to the lightning round. In 4A Division I, I like Canyon in a squeaker over Springtown, and Argyle gets by district rival Paris. Lindale runs past Kilgore, and in a matchup of one of the best passing offenses against one of the most talented secondaries, I like Corpus Christi Miller over Austin LBJ. 4A Division II now give me Graham over Salina. Gilmer wins a shootout over Caddo Mills, and I'm going with Wimberley to take down Geronimo Navarro. I'm riding the hot hand in 3A Division I. I like Jim Ned to get past Pilot Point. I think Malakoff stays hot with a win over Mount Vernon. And it's more rematches in 3A Division I. I like Hallettsville over district rival Columbus. And give me Lano over district rival Lago Vista. 3A Division II now. I like Wascom over Elysian Fields. Give me Franklin over district rival Buffalo. Speaking of district rematches, I like Canadian over Childress. We're all over the map in 2A Division I. I like Crawford over Bosqueville in Central Texas. I like Timpson over Beckville in East Texas and post over Cisco out west. 2A Division II, now Wellington takes down McCamey, and I'm going with Winthorst over Munster. Cristobal squeaks by Fall City, and Mart beats Tenahaw. And we're punching tickets to AT&T Stadium in the six-man ranks. In 1A Division II, I'm going with Balmeray over Groom, and Richland Springs over Strawn. And 1A Division I, in a rematch of a non-district affair, I like Sterling City over Borden County. And those are the picks. I picked every UIL Texas high school football playoff, 
this week. So now you can go in the comments and tell me what I'm wrong about down below. Don't forget that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter at TCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbell, And of course, see us at texasfootball.com, where you can find complete coverage of the 2020 Texas high school football playoffs at texasfootball.com slash playoffs. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the regional semifinals of the Texas high school football playoffs. Be safe. Wear a mask. We'll see you. There it is. The picks. The regional finals. Finals. finals of We're the there. 4A, 3A, and 2A. <laughs> and state semifinals of 1A. Uh, guarantee I got at least one of those right. I was trying to think today. And I was going to bring this up. I'm going to see if we can lasso Matt step in for a for a mailbag tomorrow. This is me calling him out. I haven't. I've not asked him about that. Well, yet, he's in the comments. I know he's watching the show. Yeah. So he'll let you know in the comments. If he yeah. Mailbag. Anyway, that's super irresponsible of me. But I was thinking about this. I was thinking about like, what is my, what's my mortgage pick this week? Like, what is my? I would put my mortgage on one team to win, and there's just not a lot of them. No. Like, I think. Mart is a favorite over Tenaha, but that says nothing about Tenaha. No. That's just how dominant Mart, Mart has been. is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, well, it's, I'm trying to think of what my mortgage pick would be, and I don't. I don't know because usually, I think starting next week, next year, I'm gonna do like my mortgage pick. pick. I like that. I was. We talked about it yesterday or whatever. Um, that I said that usually you would look at a game that Carthage is in and think that that's a pretty good mortgage pick. And I am not saying that I think that Carthage is going to lose this game. But what we talked about is I it would not be absolutely mind-blowing no. if the result came back no. and China Spring pulled it out. No, absolutely not. Like if you told me if you told me if if you if you if I dropped into a coma and then I woke up Monday and you said, "Hey, by the way, China Spring beat beat, beat Carthage." I would say something along the lines of like did it again they did it again yeah they like i feel like brock losing to jim ned was more surprising yes. than what it like that was more of a oh my god it happened Agreed. Than if china spring did do that to carthage and that's just weird because usually that's a mortgage pick oh yeah for sure i mean they've been so dominant but like which says great things about everyone who's still in the playoffs the fact that you can't really nail down one of those i know, I know. you'll love to see it crazy anyway that's on youtube i guarantee i at least got at least one of those right we're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Uh, Step said, eh, TBD. <laughs> Speaking of eh, TBD. Yeah. It's time it's to time get to on not do to this. America's favorite Most segment. Hated. hated. Bringing back Boo. free money. It's free money. No one wants to. We need do a this. we need a, an intro graphic for next year. My college football picks. No, against we the don't spread. need to add to this monstrosity. Um, my college football picks against the spread. I'm mad. Here's why I'm mad. I had locked up a 500 week last week. Mm-hmm. Four and four. It's gonna be great. And then LSU scored with like a minute left <laughs> and dropped me to three and five. And then it was just the crying Jordan meme. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. That's a bad beat. I love beat. it. That's, That's my favorite. That's a bad beat. Um, like a garbage time touchdown in the final minute to lose by 13 when the score when it was a 14 mm-hmm. point spread. That I hate it. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> anyway, so three and five last week. And now I'll be honest, okay? I'll be honest. I think I'm a little bit in the danger zone, okay? 
Because I'm forty four and yes. thir- I'm forty four and thirty eight on the year. Okay. So Ooh. I need a winning week. If I get a winning week, I'm gonna feel a lot better because there's one more big week of games next week mm-hmm. and then it'll just be bowls. Um so I need a winning week this week. This is this is pressure. Can you have like a a dunce cap that you have to wear if you get a losing record? No. I think yes. No. I think that's gonna happen. No. I'll make one out of paper for you. It's my segment. No. Eh, I run the computer. Seven games this week. There were supposed to be eight, but Houston and SMU is off. Actually, there's supposed to be nine. Houston and SMU is off. Southern Miss and UTEP is off for ever, I think. <laughs> and so, seven games, big ones all across the state, uh, but more out of state than in state. But we start. Yes. To, in state. Th- we start. Today. We start tonight. this afternoon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's almost, you can't even say tonight. It is this afternoon because it's 5 o'clock p.m. Louisiana Tech making up their game with the Mean Green um, at Apogee Stadium. Mean Green favored by one. And I'm not going to lie, I got the North Texas Christmas shirt on that. today because they're the only team that plays tonight and they're playing an out of state opponent. So I figured it was okay That's to tough. say. That's tough. That's tough up here. Yeah. You, couldn't, you couldn't do that when they were playing UTSA. No, I, I, I would not have done this if they would have been playing an in state school. Right. So here's here's the weird thing about this game. Besides everything, one I think a Thursday <laughs> five p.m. I think a, a Thursday? Thursday five p.m. game is a weird kick. Okay. North Texas's defense is, but <laughs> Ishmael Johnson. <laughs> but I'm also not sure that they are that Louisiana Tech is particularly suited to make them pay for that. Um, especially in cold winter or cold weather outside. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah, it's going to be real cold it's tonight. It's going to be cold. It's going to be gross. Um, and, and, and Louisiana Tech's offense just is not very good. They're 92nd in the nation in points per game. They're 121st. They're, they're under 300 yards a game on average. They're a bad offense, right? Mm-hmm. But they do throw the ball at least a lot. Maybe not well, but they throw the ball a lot. On the other side, I do think that North Texas is going to be able to move the ball. I think they're going to be able to run the ball because yes. Louisiana Tech cannot stop the cannot stop the run, and that's going to give them an advantage. Um, and you typically do that in cold anyway. Correct. The other thing is that I think this is I, I think a lot of this comes down to North Texas's pass rush. Mm-hmm. A lot of this comes down to I think Dion Noble eating up front yep. uh, and getting having a big game. I think they do. I like North Texas. Uh, minus one, which is basically fundamentally a pick'em. Um, I like North Texas in this one. I think they, I think they win this game by probably about a field goal or a touchdown by a one. You know, a, I think it's a one possession game, but I do think they win. Um, I'm a little leery of betting on that North Texas defense, but Louisiana Tech has just been a disappointment throughout the mm-hmm. whole year, like surprisingly disappointing. Yep. yep. So I'm going to go with North Texas. Let's go to Saturday. Saturday, our first of many 11 o'clock games. Number five, Texas A&M taking on the War Eagles. Saturday, A&M favored by seven on the road. Four point fa- or seven point favorites, uh, seven point road favorites. This is, we're going to have a great video going up. It may even be tweeted out from Shahan J. Raj, our college football insider, previewing this game. And there are a lot of interesting matchups in this game. One thing that I think is very inter- is is going to be very interesting about this is can A and M win one on ones on the outside with their receivers? Their receivers have been are still very young, and arguably their best receivers are tight ends like Weidermeyer. But that's one thing. Can they win one on ones on the outside? 
The other thing for me, and I think this is really important, is I think they have to... I think they have to pick their poison and they need to just load up and stop the run and mm-hmm. say, you know what, Bonex, if you beat us, then so be it. Because I don't think he can, plain mm-hmm. and simple. I think the defense is is eaten right now. Defense has been fantastic. I think they're able to hold down, hold things down. Um, and look, I think this game is going to be interesting. I think this is a big test for A&M. But I also think that another thing to consider is that they do need style points. Um, going on the road, East Coast kick is not East Coast? Yeah, I think so. East Coast. Yeah. It's Auburn and I think Alabama's in the Eastern time zone. It gets dicey. Ooh. I think it goes. Auburn, we did this not Alabama too long ago. Time. It is. Yeah, they're in the East. Oh no, they're in Central. No, they're in Central. Like, yeah, because it's it's the West. remember we yeah, remember like the Panhandle yeah. part of Florida was where it switched so, over. So that that's helpful. But morning kick on the road is tough. I do think AM wins it. I think AM wins by about ten. Um, I think they're able to do this. I, I fear the backdoor cover because I think seven's a good line. But I am going to go with A&M minus seven. I think they need it more. I think they need it to stay in the college football hunt. I think there'll be a little sense of urgency. Alabama or a- a- Auburn more or less got eliminated from co- conference contention mm-hmm. last week. So I wonder if there's a little bit of a letdown after the Iron Bowl. I think, North- I think A&M goes on the road and gets a nice win by about 10 points. I just hope they don't get too far over your mm-hmm. head in trying to do too much with the style points to try to get into the playoff. That's yeah. my one concern about that. Yes. So, uh, I like A&M minus 7. What's next, Pickle? Up next, we head over for some Big 12 action. Again, at 11 o'clock, number 15, Oklahoma State taking on the TCU Horn Frogs on Saturday. The Pokes favored by 2.5 on the road. Yeah, a lot of, first of all, uh, a lot of respect for TCU. Yeah, I thought that too. Um, and, and part of it... Not even by a field goal. No, like. part of it is that I think that they look at the TCU defense and they, they respect that. Um, and I think that especially, this is an Oklahoma State offense that I think has been relatively um, disappointing this year. A lot of this, I think, comes down to TCU's offense, per usual. Like, can they come up with uh, enough plays... And they're going up against what is a pretty good defense. Uh, now, that said, Oklahoma State is worse against the run than they are against the pass, and TCU absolutely positively needs to run the ball, like mm-hmm. they did last week against Kansas, but everybody does this against mm-hmm. Kansas. <laughs> Another big thing for me is that they have to protect Max Duggan. This is an Oklahoma State pass rush that has been very good. They need to protect Max Duggan, and they need to get after Spencer Sanders. They need to get after the quarterback um, in this game. I think this game is going to be really interesting. I do lean towards Oklahoma State in this one. I'm going to take Oklahoma State in the points, or uh, and I'm going to lay the points. Um, I like OSU minus two and a half. I think they win, but I think it is close. And a lot of this comes. I just I I just need that offensive everybody everybody besides Max Duggan to step up, and they not ask Max Duggan to win this game by himself. Mm-hmm. But this is a good Oklahoma State defense. Yeah, I think this is a pretty low-scoring game, probably something like 24-17 or something like that. But I do think Oklahoma State wins uh, in this one. And, and within a field goal, I'll, I'll go ahead and take Oklahoma State minus 2.5. If, if this were 4, I would really have yeah, trepidation about it. This is the prime example of one that you hope that you get wrong. I hope I'm I wrong. agree with your pick, but yeah. it's definitely one of those. It's like, yeah. we would love to see TCU do something. That would be awesome. What's next, Pickle? Up next, Conference USA action. Again, at 11 o'clock in the morning, Rice taking on number 21-ranked Marshall. 
on Saturday, the Thundering Herd favored by twenty three and a half. If you didn't, if you didn't surprising. know, if you didn't know, Marshall's super good. Yeah. Okay? And the reason Marshall's super good is their defense is nasty. Mm-hmm. Their defense is elite elite it's like we said about coastal carolina it's not even just good for like conference usa it's like legit good yes they are elite this is an elite defense and so one of the things i worry about is you're talking about a rice offense that is fine at best but going on the road that's going to be tough against his defense now i also think that rice's defense is pretty good and I think that especially, they, I think they match up pretty well their passing defense against Marshall's passing offense. But that said, I think the Thundering Herd are going to be able to run wild in this game. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be able to run the ball. And I think they're going to be able to to um, to, to come out with a, a big win. The other thing for them, and they're not really, they're not fundamentally in the play in in like the the playoff chase, but they are basically fighting for uh, you know a conference title, and that matters. Oh yeah. Um, I think Marshall. It's a long road trip too. I think Marshall and and that this is a legit East Coast, right? Hold on, mm-hmm. <laughs> Huntington, Huntington, West Virginia. Yeah, that's gotta be. Yeah, they're in the Eastern. So this is an this is an. Oh early, yeah, yeah, that's definitely far enough. <laughs> this is an early kick, changing time zones. Um, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it's going to be 10 a.m. body clock for, or 11 a.m. body clock. Rice really hasn't had to travel no, that this haven't. has got to be the furthest one because every other one got canceled yeah. i'm pretty sure they've only really played in state games almost they might have gone to like louisiana tech, tech but yeah that's it. yeah it's a long road trip i like marshall to cover this game uh even at 23 and a half it's a lot to cover but i, I i'm i'm i legit do not know if how much how rice is going to score uh, yeah me this neither. game has like 35 7 written all over mm-hmm. it or something like that or or you know With it's gonna be it's gonna be 35 7 or 28 7 and that's the decisive factor mm-hmm. right so i like I like Marshall minus 23 and a half. I think they cover that uh, comfortably. What's next, Pickle? Back to the Big 12 and another 11 o'clock game at Kansas at Texas Tech Saturday oh, over wow. there in Red Raider land. And they're favored by 27 and a half, which is more than what TCU was favored by last week. That was on the road, though, last week for, uh-huh. for TCU. This one is a home. I hate this. <laughs> this is the perfect line. I hate this so much. It is so perfect. I hate this so much because because last spot week because last week I took I took Kansas. Yeah, I, I just went off think, about that because I didn't think TCU was going to be able to blow them out like that. Uh huh. I didn't either. But what Literally. I really did was I underestimated how butt Kansas is. Like, yeah, they're so bad, guys. They're so horrifying. I don't know if they could beat a single person. I think they're the worst team in the FBS. Yeah, I do too. Plain and simple. I think they're the, I think they're, I think they're the worst team in the FBS. And maybe Vanderbilt. And what you have here is the stoppable force against the movable object. Mm-hmm. You have the tech defense, which stinks. Also, but against the Kansas offense, which is extra but which stinks. The other side is where Tech's going to have a big advantage. I think they're going to be able to score at will. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think they're going to be able to score at will. But the question is, do you trust them to win by 28 points? I don't know if I trust them to beat anybody by 28 points. This is, it is, I mean, Vegas 
crushed this I hate line. This. I hate this so much. They lit chef's kiss on this one. I'm gonna hold my nose and pick Kansas. Oof. Okay. Because I mean, I'm telling you, 28 so much. Yeah. Four touchdowns, and as bad as Kansas is, I'm just not sure that Tech's defense. I think this game could be like 56-41 or something like that. Like there's a wild shootout. I don't think Kansas can score that much. Oh, I hate it. I you, hate you already so made your much. pick. I'm not letting you change it after this point. I, I got completely embarrassed by TCU last week in giving Kansas the benefit of the doubt. So my personal pick on this one is give me the Raiders. Because the weird thing is I could totally see – man, this sucks. Because the thing is <laughs> I could absolutely see Tech hanging like 70 on them. Oh, yeah. Like legit hanging 70 on them. Yeah, there's – I mean, nah, screw it. I'm gonna take tech. No, you can't change your I just pick. Did. No, uh-uh. Yep. Uh-uh. Tech. tech. No. And a half. I'm doing that. There's no. The yeah, no we're not snip, it. snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. Mar- oh, I'm not gonna snip, snap anymore. I'm gonna take tech. I'm gonna commit to it. It's only one snip, snap. Um, I'm gonna go tech. Minus you get no snip, snap. I hate this game. You get no snip, snap. You're so going much. Kansas. You made it very clear. Tech minus twenty-seven and a half. That that was your pick. Well, I've got it bolded on my computer, so. Well, unbold it and change nope. it back. Tech minus 27 and a half. What's the final in this 11 a.m. onslaught? In the final game, the Longhorns head up to an area that just makes me so nervous every time. Kansas State, 11 a.m. on Saturday. Texas favored by seven in Manhattan. And this game every single year makes me want to pull my hair out. Yeah, this has been unkind. Manhattan has been a house of horrors for Texas. Yeah, every single year. Manhattan's been a house of horrors for Texas. And there's also like the there's 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 a there's a lot of reasons to take Kansas State. A lot of reasons. One, they have traditionally owned Texas in Manhattan. That's one. Two, you got to wonder where Texas's head is at after last week losing to Iowa State and all that swirling around Tom Herman right now. You wonder where their head is at, right? Mm-hmm. Three, they just lost Caden Stearns and Sam Cosme for the for the year as they both opted out for the remainder of the season, right? There's all these reasons to pick Kansas State, and I'm taking Texas because this Kansas State Kansas State is not very good. Like, I just don't think that they're very good, aside from basically one player, which is Deuce Vaughn. Who is, like, the reason they beat Oklahoma. Aside from like. aside from Deuce Vaughn and Texas, for all of their faults defensively, and they have been bad defensively, for all of their faults, they have been a pretty decent rushing defense. They're pretty good at stopping the run. Kansas State's going to have to pass to win this game, and I'm just not sure they can. Uh, that's the biggest thing for me. Is I think Texas can load up and stop the run. And then if you're Texas... Go out there and and let that offense cook. Get that offense going. Um, I like Texas minus seven. Famous last words. Um, I like Texas by a touchdown in this one. I think they're able to to win this game 34-21, something like that. I yeah. think they win this game in an ugly fashion because I just don't think Kansas State without Skylar Thompson is very good. Well, and the other thing, too, is we talked about this the other day as well, but if Texas loses either of their two games, then I'm 
That's then the I'm thing. ready to there's, start the coaching there's changing a, there's conversation. There's a real there's a real argument that if that if that that Tom Herman's coaching for his job in this. Yes, so, absolutely. So there's there's a, a certain level of uh, desperation here. So I think I think Texas is going to play with play with some some energy, and I think Texas goes on the road and wins by about ten. Which will also show the culture that he's put into those kids, because if they go out there and play their butts off, yeah, then then you, I think then you know yeah. there's something to say about that. Yep. All right. All right, final game of the day. This one, finally not at 11 o'clock. Baylor at number 11, Oklahoma, 7 o'clock p.m. Primetime on Saturday. OU favored by 22 in Norman. Nope. 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 I love when the Baylor games last. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love when the Baylor games last. Don't touch the stove. (laughs) Nope. I'm done with Baylor. I'm done covering Baylor. And the weird thing is, Baylor is only two, three, and two against the spread this year. Uh huh. They're only two, three, and two, but it feels like they're like oh and a hundred against the spread. Last week, by the way, I took Kansas State for for the same reason. And oh, guess yeah. what? I won. <laughs> uh, yeah, Oklahoma minus twenty-two, and that's I, that's not based on analysis. That's based on me not trusting Baylor to cover a spread. Yeah. I just don't. I don't. So I like Oklahoma at minus 20. <laughs> so those are your free money picks. I like uh, North Texas minus one today uh, at home against Louisiana Tech. I like A&M minus seven at Auburn. I like Oklahoma State minus two and a half at TCU. I like Marshall minus 23 and a half at home against Rice. I like, oh my gosh, I just realized something. I, I like Tech minus 27 and a half at home against Kansas. I like Texas minus seven at Kansas State. And I like Oklahoma minus 22 at home against Baylor. And I took all favorites. That's weird. Well, Technically, you took Kansas. I did not take Kansas. It's 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 it's. Uh, I'm locking it in. I'm locking it in. Finally. I I hope more than anything no. that Kansas covers now. I hope more than anything. I'm gonna be locked into that murder. <laughs> I just I I go out there and blow their doors off Kansas Tech. That's that's what. Because there's another thing. Here's another thing. I think there's a real argument that like I don't think Matt Wells is getting fired, but like I think there's a real argument that he's he's he's, he's fighting to stay off the hot seat for next year. Yeah. So I think there's some urgency there. Anyway, those are my three main picks. Now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts? Um, remember that we will be doing Mailbag Friday. Tomorrow we will be a hard out at 1245. But yes, as Tepper shows you there, please text the text line with your questions, and I will read those off first before we get to... I'm a great weather man. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to work on your green screen work there. Nine seven two five three two six 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 five. Text in your questions for tomorrow. Nine seven two five three two six 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 five. Nine seven two five. Damn. Okay. Nine seven two five three two. Monk. Text them in. Don't call me. Yeah. Okay. There's my final thoughts. It's <laughs> gonna do it for us. Thanks for spending. <laughs> Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Vince Young, please can get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for the 1079th episode spectacular on Texas Football Today. Happy birthday, Hank. <laughs>